Fitzjames and Ellen from The Lady of the Lake, Canto 6 by Sir Walter Scott. From the World's Best Poetry, Volume 7, Descriptive and Narrative, Part 2. Read for LibriVox.org by Adrian Stevens as the narrator. Katharina Glovala as Ellen. And Thomas Peter as Fitzjames. Fitzjames and Ellen from The Lady of the Lake, Canto 6. A footstep struck her ear, and Snowdoon's graceful night was near. She turned the hastier, lest again the prisoner should renew his strain. Oh, welcome, brave Fitzjames, she said. How may an almost orphan maid pay the deep debt? Oh, say not so. To me no gratitude you owe. Not mine, alas, the boon to give, and bid thy noble father live. I can but be thy guide, sweet maid, with Scotland's king thy suit to aid. No tyrant he, though ire and pride may lead his better mood aside. Come, Ellen, come, tis more than time he holds his court at morning prime. With beating heart and bosom wrung, as to a brother's arm she clung, Gently he dried the falling tear, and gently whispered hope and cheer. Her faltering steps half led, half stayed, through galley fair and high arcade, till, at his touch, its wings of pride, a portal arch unfolded wide. Within t'was brilliant all and light, a thronging scene of figures bright, it glowed on Ellen's dazzled sight, as when the setting sun has given ten thousand hues to summer even, and from their tissue fancy frames aerial knights and fairy dames. Still, by Fitzjames her footing stayed, a few faint steps she forward made, then slow her drooping head she raised, and fearful round the presence gazed. For him she sought who owned this state, the dreaded prince whose will was fate. She gazed on many a princely port, might well have ruled a royal court. On many a splendid garb she gazed, then turned bewildered and amazed, for all stood bare, and in the room Fitzjames alone wore cap and plume. To him each lady's look was lent, on him each courtier's eye was bent. Midst furs and silks and jewels sheen, he stood in simple Lincoln green, the centre of the glittering ring, and Snowdoon's knight is Scotland's king. As wreath of snow on mountain breast slides from the rock that gave it rest, poor Ellen glided from her stay, and at the monarch's feet she lay. No word her choking voice commands, she showed the ring, she clasped her hands, Oh, not a moment could he brook, the generous prince, that suppliant look. Gently he raised her, and the while, checked with a glance the circle's smile, graceful but grave, her brow he kissed, and bade her terrors be dismissed. Yes, fair, the wandering poor Fitzjames, the fealty of Scotland claims. To him thy woes, thy wishes bring, he will redeem his signet ring. Ask not for Douglas. Yes, to even his prince, and he have much forgiven. Wrong hath he had from slanderous tongue, I from his rebel kinsman wrong. We would not to the vulgar crowd yield what they craved the clamour loud. Calmly we heard and judged his cause, our counsel aided and our laws. 
I staunch thy father's death-feud stern, With stout devoe and grey glencairn, And Bothwell's lord henceforth we own, The friend and bulwark of our throne. But, lovely infidel, how now? What clouds thy misbelieving brow? Lord James of Douglas, lend thine aid, Thou must confirm this doubting maid. Then forth the noble Douglas sprung, And on his neck his daughter hung. The monarch drank, that happy hour, The sweetest, holiest draught of power, When it can say, the godlike voice, Arise, sad virtue, and rejoice. Yet would not James, the general eye, On nature's raptures long should pry, He stepped between. Nay, Douglas, nay, steal not my proselyte away. The riddle tis my right to read, that brought this happy chance to speed. Yes, Ellen, when disguised I stray in life's more low but happier way, tis under name which veils my power, nor falsely veils, for Stirling's tower of yore the name of Snowdon claims, and Normans call me James Fitz James. Thus watch I o'er insulted laws, thus learn to right the injured cause. Then in a tone apart and low, Ah, little traitress, none must know what idle dream, What lighter thought, what vanity full dearly bought, Joined to thine eyes a dark witchcraft, Drew my spellbound steps to Benvenue in dangerous hour, And all but gave thy monarch's life to mountain glaive. Aloud he spoke, Thou still dost hold that little talisman of gold, Pledge of my faith, Fitzjames' ring. What seeks fair Ellen of the king? Full well the conscious maiden guessed, He probed the weakness of her breast, But with that consciousness there came A lightning of her fears for Graham, And more she deemed the monarch's ire Kindled against him, who, for her sire, Rebellious broadsword boldly drew, And to her generous feeling true She craved the grace of Roderick Dhu. Forbear thy suit, the king of kings alone can stay life's parting wings. I know his heart, I know his hand, have shared his cheer and proved his brand. My fairest earldom would I give to bid Clan Alpine's chieftain live. Hast thou no other boon to crave, no other captive friend to save? Blushing, she turned her from the king and to the Douglas gave the ring, as if she wished her sire to speak the suit that stained her glowing cheek. Nay, then, my pledge has lost its force, and stubborn justice holds her course. Malcolm, come forth. And, at the word, down knelt the Graeme to Scotland's lord. For thee, rash youth, no suppliant sues. From thee may vengeance claim her dues, who, nurtured underneath our smile, hast paid our care by treacherous wile, and sought amid thy faithful clan a refuge for an outlawed man, dishonouring thus thy loyal name, Fetus and Warder for the Graeme. His chain of gold the king unstrung, the links o'er Malcolm's neck he flung, then gently drew the glittering band, and laid the clasp on Ellen's hand. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.